0: Welcome to the Not Your Average Gun Girls podcast, part of the ConcealedCarry.com network. We are your hosts. I'm Emily Valentine from Stommy
1: Tactical. And hey, everyone. I'm Amy Robbins from Alexa Athletica.
0: We are Your Average Gun Girls and want to bring you a podcast that mirrors the way we live our lives. We are self-reliant, stylish, and eager to inspire women to feel confident in defending themselves while also staying true to their lifestyle. We'll be talking all things from Concealed Carry to our favorite lipstick and everything in between. This podcast is intended to support and empower women. We want you to be armed with the right tools and education to be self reliant and prepared to act in your own self defense. This episode is brought to you by ConcealedCarry.com, the Concealed Carry community's number one resource for training, education, and concealed carry weapon law information. Check out their Reciprocity Map Builder tool where you can build your own custom reciprocity map, especially if you have multiple state permits. ConcealedCarry.com has a huge library of articles about training, gear reviews, and industry news. ConcealedCarry.com also has one of the nation's largest networks of firearms and self-defense instructors. Chances are they have classes and instructors near you. Also, look into the Concealed Carry Gun Tools app, which takes many of these online tools and puts them in the palm of your hand, free of charge and free of ads, available for Apple and Android devices. Hey, Amy, how are you?
1: Hey, hey, Em. How's it going?
0: All right. We are back recording another episode.
1: Of Not Your Average Gun Girls. Lots of things happening in our lives. Yes. It's good. be back behind the microphone. We took a little sabbatical there. Yeah. For a few weeks and now we're back.
0: Feels good. It's been a while.
1: It does it does feel good. And you know what, uh, as we're sitting here recording, I can see you, you <laughs> cannot see me, and you are one of those technical difficulties again, but you're looking extra tan. Just, just a little bit a little, bit. A little bit of out, new bronzer I, a
0: little bit of both a little bit of real sun a little bit of bronzer and a little bit of self tanner and i will say the self tanner that i use this time i hate oh, wait. it is terrible what did you use <laughs> i i tried tan and i don't like it at all what do you not like about it's it it's just like um one that it's clear it's like clear or lotion color white cream based <laughs> i don't know so you can't like really see it going on However, it did apply evenly, but because I couldn't see where it was, like on, like, you know, when you're doing like your hands and your feet, like, I had like lines of demarcation that were just so predominant that it was, I was, I was quite embarrassed by them. Oh,
1: well, I think so. You're, I had to do some scrubbing to get them you're off. You're looking mighty fine right now. The bronzer's good. What bronzer Thank you. are you using?
0: Oh, this is, um, Bare minerals, bare essentials. I don't know oh, what that's they go a good by. One. Anymore. Yeah.
1: Ladies, um, you fill
0: us. It's like called warmth.
1: Yeah. No, you, you fill us, ladies. I'm to the age now where I don't want to get any sun on my face, exactly. which is extremely hard for me as a runner. I either have to get up at five o'clock in the morning. And go run, or wait until really late at nighttime. Because I just do not want to get sun on my face. I'm always on the lookout for good bronzers, good self tanners, all that. You know, I have a, I have my own. I bought like one of the professional spray tan machines, and oh my gosh, that is taken it to another level. I taught my husband how to spray tan me, and oh my, that is amazing. I know, which I don't really take advantage of that (laughs) skill that often, but yeah. You're looking good, but I'm so glad to be back. Hope everybody is doing fantastic, and I hope you guys have all been looking forward to these next upcoming episodes of Not Your Average Gun Ooh. Girls. We have had a lot going on this summer. It's
0: been busy, for sure.
1: It has been busy, and I feel like, if you know, if you're not following Emily at Style me Tactical on Instagram or at Alexa Athletica, you should go do so right now because it's so much fun. Social media helps us chronicle everything that we're doing with our lives. And there's so many fun things from, we talked about it last time or the last episode with the March for Our Rights that we both spoke at. Um, mm-hmm. I know our good friend, Kaya Jones, has been in Dallas to come see me. And then she just flew to DC to just- go see you. I was so jealous you guys got to hang out. It was looked like you guys had so much fun. <laughs> Um, but that's the fun thing about social media is I can feel like I'm right there with both of you eating. What was that in your story? Was that bacon dripping on pickles?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: basically.
0: It's like candy, maple, bacon. They light the rosemary on fire and with some pickles. And it's just, it's amazing.
1: Where were y'all? That sounds very fancy. It,
0: it is. It's fancy bacon. <laughs> it was at the Trump Hotel. We were getting some cocktails, hanging out with some people, and um, every time Kai and I go to the Trump Hotel, we always
1: get the candied bacon because it's the best. So that's a must. So when I, I don't know anyone else you, who does it like that. When I come see you in DC, we're gonna go get candied bacon and with pickles.
0: Yes, it's so good.
1: Done. Done. I'm going. And if anyone can attest or tell me anything else to do while I'm in D.C., I'm all ears because I haven't been to D.C. since I was like 12 years old. So no, we, we need to change that. So you've been like hanging out with a lot of CRTV people yeah. and I know you <laughs> spoke at the March for Our Rights. Does that mean we're going to be seeing you doing some more speaking events or are we going to see you on any more? Yeah. You did the NRA um, Love It First Shot. I mean, what is this budding, blooming, blossoming um, media career that is happening for you. I'm so excited. Uh, Yeah, I have no idea what's happening. (laughs) Um, It's
0: possible that you might see me doing a little bit more speaking events. I'm not sure. It just kind of depends what opportunities get presented my way and if they kind of align with something that I want to do and if it's something that I believe in. So it's quite possible. You never know. Um, but well, We've
1: got the upcoming Second Amendment, We the, do. the AMCOM. The yeah, so
0: one of the things Amy and I will be doing um, in September, we're going to be speaking at AmCon, which is a Second Amendment and media conference, and we'll be talking – I'm not sure what our panel is. I think our panel is just is, – is that they're going to be talking about like podcasting. And like the importance just,
1: of podcasts, I think, in, in the Second Amendment movement. right. And how important it is, you know, right now, you kind of can get away with anything you want. Like podcasts aren't super regulated and censored at this point. And so uh, we're going to be speaking on the importance of knowing your information prior to speaking in a podcast, because as we know information is is what is so important. And we want to make sure that we are speaking truthfully Mm -hmm. and to the best of our ability. And if there's something outside of our expertise, we want to bring an expert in to speak on it, especially when it comes to matters of firearms and firearm safety and the Second Amendment and stuff like that. So it's going to be really interesting because we're starting to see a lot of gun podcasts pop up. A lot of Second Amendment podcasts pop up, and um, so I'm really excited. I I don't know how excited I am about being in Chicago. You know, I get a a, a report every Monday <laughs> that tells me a. About the number of deaths in Chicago, um, every Monday, every Monday I get a new report. Is
0: this report specific to Chicago specific that you get? Specific To
1: Chicago, yes. Why just Chicago? Well, because it, it's a it's a Second Amendment. I think it actually comes from um, the NRA. Like they compile all these okay. stories because they well they really want to show like look you know Chicago has some of the strictest gun laws in the country, yeah. and yet there is just this slew of carnage that is happening out there. Clearly, the people. people. that are committing these crimes are not abiding by the laws that are currently in place in chicago and so um, i need to get on this mailing list you need to get on the mail i don't know if you did you might not want to go to chicago (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i don't think that this is happening where we're going in chicago but you know it, it it definitely uh we can be as prepared as possible and then you know Leave right. the rest to, up to God. So, so yeah, we're doing- But anyways, though, no, I am excited to go to Chicago. I'm excited to explore the city. I've never been to Chicago before, so this will be a first for me.
0: Yeah, that's going to be fun. It'll be a little bit of uh, work and play because we'll be doing some birthday celebrations for you. Oh, yes. As well as uh, my hubs, husband. So it'll yes. be uh, a good, good, fun, fun weekend. Epic birthday
1: weekend right there. Let me tell you. Um,
0: I'll continue with what's going on with uh, myself. Well, yeah, because um, Also to- in- Go ahead. What were you going to say?
1: Well, you get, you've got the carry guard. Yeah. So are you doing the NRA carry guard convention?
0: I sure am. So, in September, also, um, the NRA carry guard expo is going to be the weekend of September 14th through the 16th. It's all, it runs all weekend long. And yours truly will be teaching three seminars on non lethal and concealable defense tools for women. So, I'm super Woo-hoo! pumped about that.
1: That's awesome. Can you share with us what your uh what are your top picks for non-lethal? Uh
0: my top picks are going to be the taser pulse. Yes. Love the it. The yellow jacket stun gun cell phone case. Awesome. And then another device that I don't know if a lot of people know about, but I'm diving into a little bit more. I'll probably talk about it on um SMT is going to be the tiger light, uh, DAD device. It's the defense alert device. Oh, It's a handheld, um, cool little kind of looks like you're carrying a water bottle in terms of the way it's strapped to your hand, but it's a lot smaller, a lot, a lot more compact. And it does a lot of, um, I guess, alerting of people within an app and during it's, there's a whole thing. I don't want to get into it right now, but I'll be talking uh, about those three things and a few other, um, items during, uh, those awesome. three seminars. Well, and I'll also be, um, hanging out at the HK booth doing, talking a little bit, concealed carry, uh, tips and caring for women. So I don't know details on times for either, um, of the seminars and, um, what I'm doing with HK. But, uh, once I get it all, I'll be sure to, you know, put it out there on Instagram and social media and all that. Perfect. So definitely. when is that coming up? September 14th. So the weekend before we go to Chicago. Excellent.
1: Yeah. And I was going to try to get a booth at the NRA carry guard. I don't know if any of you ladies or uh, or men that are listening to this podcast are planning on going to the NRA carry guard, but it's a huge consumer show. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. huge! If you're looking at all the latest and greatest of things that are going on in the industry um, from, yes, firearms, concealed carry apparel, all of that, all those wonderful things. It is a great thing. This is going to take place in Virginia this year. Um, And so we, Alexa was going to go, we've been talking to them about getting a booth, but again, once, once again, we have sold out of, of product and for (laughs) us, it doesn't make sense to uh, get to the NRA carry guard this year as an actual official sponsor or booth, but um, which actually brings me, I want to just do a quick side note on that because concealed carry. Um, the guys where we are host our podcast on the consult network consult carry has actually become an official vendor for Alexo so we're really excited to be partnering with them because we have sold out on our website of the carry crops and so a lot of people are asking us if we're going to be back ordering them and we're not back ordering them right now but we actually Concealcarry.com is selling the signature pants and the carry crops. So, so they have some in stock is what they you're saying? Do. I know that they are already out of extra larges <laughs> and running low on mediums. So if you need yeah, a I pair of mediums, yeah, we we are out in several sizes. Go check concealcarry.com and then, um, yeah, just shoot us a message and we'll put you on back order for those, uh, which the crops probably won't be back out until the spring, but uh, you can make sure you get a pair. So anyways, that was a little side note. Thank you, Conceal Carry, for being an awesome vendor. Um, and yeah, that's awesome. Retailers. So yeah, we're we're really happy to partner with those guys. But yeah, well, yeah. that's very exciting, Em. Yeah. Like, you've got so much going on. I love it. I love seeing your career take off. And we knew it was just a yeah, matter and of time. That's,
0: that's like those are the, I think, the, probably two of the bigger, bigger things. Um, What else? SMT related. Let's see. Um, I don't know if you guys caught, but I did release my first official um, entryway into the vlogging world with a uh, concealed carry style guide. So that was a feat in itself, but I am excited because I'm going to be doing a little bit more video. I want to show a little bit more, you know, style um, surrounding concealed carry, different types of outfits and, you know, different carry positions and things like that. So if you haven't checked out that video, go to YouTube, subscribe to my channel, like my videos, give me some feedback. I want to hear it all. Go show her some love.
1: Mm-hmm. Get get those subscriptions up. It was an awesome video. You did a very good <laughs> job you. on that. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I, I always call you I'm like, what app did you use for that? That looks really cool.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, like I don't know how legitimate like vloggers do it because that's just a whole that's a whole nother
1: beast. It's a full-time job. I mean yeah. vlogging well vlogging and blogging, I mean, I feel like social media nowadays is truly just a full-time job. For sure. I um, mean it, it really then, is. And but yeah. for the things that we do, like it's so important. That's how you engage with your audience. That's how you interact with everybody. And it's how you truly build a community of of people around you that really want exactly. to stay engaged with everything that you're doing, you know?
0: I know you that mean? that's so
1: important for for Alexo because that's building a community was our number one focus and priority from day 1 because we have such an amazing community. The women in this community are so supportive and so awesome, and I, I, I've just been blown away by their support, and so I just feel like if we just all continue to support one another and push this mission forward, like, it's going to be unstoppable.
0: Exactly. I mean, exactly. I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, and then other, the only other thing is they're, you know, I might be getting in trouble for giving a little bit of information out on this front Uh-oh. from uh, the husband, but... um. This year, which, and there's not much time left in this year, uh, you guys are going to be seeing some products coming out of the SMT home front, some, shirts, some fun little yep, shirts girl. with some cool designs, maybe some mugs, just a few things, so... Something we've been working on for (laughs) a long time and uh, hopefully it's something that you guys are going to like. So I'm really excited about that, but I'm really not going to give out too many more details about it, but Things are coming.
1: I think people forget that in this world, a lot of times, like we have to have actual, real, full time jobs. I mean, I wasn't able to. I wasn't able to actually quit my 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 job that paid me money um, until a couple of years ago. I mean, I was always having to do a side job. Like TV hosting does not is not stable, right? And it does not always pay the bills. And so, like, I've always had to work like several jobs or do several things, you know, to really pay the bills. So I think people think what. Well, come on, Emily. Why can't you just release your mugs and your t-shirts? Like, already. Like, isn't this what you're doing? I know. No, that's this is what I you're know. Doing your hobby. Like, I wish. Right? I know, right? It's gonna. It'll. Just, it'll turn into it for sure because you've been working so hard for so many years now, and just to see all the things that are that are coming down the pipeline for you, anyways, like is just a true testament to anybody that wants to start their own thing for sure. Just to know, like, I get asked this question all of the time, and I love talking to women business owners and women that have a dream and a desire to really go out and do something. And I'm like, just make sure that you have already put it in your head that you have to be in this for the long haul. Right. Years. Like, this is not an overnight (laughs) thing. that just you wake up one day and you decide you want to have a very successful blog or podcast or... Clothing company. Like each of these things are years and years and years in the work, lots of sleepless nights, lots mm-hmm. of planning, lots of. There's been many times that I've wanted to quit, lots of. Tears you know. And how many times have we later had down at night and been like, "Are we? Why are we doing this? Like, what are we doing this for?" And then we wake up the next day and we're like, "I'm doing this because I absolutely love what I'm doing. I love the people that are surrounded me in this community. I love the mission that we're working for. Mm-hmm. And that's truly what that's we so true, right? So you you have to have your why. You have to know. Start with. Why you want to do what you're going to do, or else you're definitely not going to stick in it for the long run. I
0: mean, and nothing, and and nothing happens overnight. It's like you no. said; it's
1: just not going to be that way. No, absolutely not. So, um, well, again, very excited. We're so proud of you. I can't wait to see all of this and everything that's going to be happening for you. Yeah, I'm super um, excited about it all. So, yeah, well, let's jump in.
0: Let's. Um, I just want to talk a little bit about Alexo though, because let's see, um you released a awesome commercial
1: Oh thank you there, thank you
0: There I saw something about I don't know a custom Alexo Glock 43
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we those that was that would really fun awesome. yes we, we we didn't release it, so we worked with this company called The Gun Co. to do some – because, you know, we get asked all the time, like, what is the best carry gun in our Alexos? And while we have it all in our terms and condition page that you're technically supposed to check that you read before purchasing our pants <laughs> – <I> have- <laughs> to find the fine print but a lot of people are not reading that terms and condition page which does tell the the weight limit on the firearm that we recommend for rigorous activity again we are an active lifestyle brand so whether or not you know we are designed to go on your runs to go do your burpees do do your your rigorous workouts and so the best gun that fits in our pants is 23 ounces loaded or less And so, you know, a lot of people are like, well, I want to carry my Glock 19. Glock 19 is a super popular, your Mm -hmm. HKVP9, you know, super popular firearms for everyday carry, just not technically conducive for the built-in holster that's in our pants right now. But we found several clip-in holsters and stuff that work. But because of that, I had this idea. I was like, well, why don't we just start doing like custom guns and give people good options to actually hold in the built-in holster. And so um keep an eye out. I'm not really sure what we're going to be doing with those right now but there could be some uh custom alexos in the works for people that are looking for a good everyday carry gun it's a glock 43 that we actually had um customized they did a really good job with the stippling on the grip they they put their own custom trigger in which is just like smooth like butter yeah who who did
0: the who did all the customizing for you
1: so it was it was several people it was, okay. a, it was a collaborative effort. Um, but the guys that put the project together is called the Gun Co. And so the Gun Co. Worked with several other um, companies to get that all done. It's FNG Precision. It was Stone Customs uh, LLC. So a lot of them did like the seracoding. We did a really cool camo pattern on the on the slide. Yeah, I saw uh, that. That's awesome has a night fission night uh, sights on there, which I just love and I think are awesome.
0: Oh, I'm going to have to check those yeah. out because every time I, – I think every time I post a photo of my Glock 43, everyone's like, you need to change those sights. Because Glock like stock sights
1: are like the worst. <laughs> They're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> have you practiced like dry firing with those things? Like it takes so long to get on – for me to get on Target. Right. And, and I'm just – yeah, Glock stock sights are just the worst. But, you know, some, some people like them. I don't they're not my they're not my preference but um but yeah and then they did some custom work on the on the trigger so and it was just it's just a cool gun so that was yeah, exciting it is- um, yeah, we're just like blowing and going, man. I mean, we've got some really exciting things—a really big announcement for the spring on some stuff that we've got coming down mm-hmm. the pipeline. I can't tell you yet, and I really, really, really want to. I really want to tell all of you. Um, but we have some big things for the spring that is that's coming down, and so that is just truly—I want to say that's taken up all my time. But I've got a lot of speaking things coming up too in the fall. I'll be with you at the Amcom. I'm going to be doing some speaking at the. University of Colorado doing a Second Amendment panel um, in October oh, awesome. and um, hopefully doing some work with Turning Point um, at their big seminar in December. So oh, and then really, I'm so excited about this. Um, you know, our good friend Bree, who is on the show not too long ago. Yeah. Firearm instructor up in up in New York. So we are teaming up with this really great charity called Active Valor that works with Gold Star families. Um it's it's yeah, started I'm by a familiar? Yeah, you're familiar with them. Yeah. Former Navy SEAL, and so one thing that they are doing is starting. So you know, the Gold Star family is they've lost their their husbands in, in battle, and so this family or this organization is going to be dedicating. Well, this isn't the sole f- focus of them. They're going to be starting a segment where they are focusing on training the the moms and the wives, because oh, um, awesome. now they're going to be the sole protectors of their family. And so Bree and I are going to be going out and doing a course with them here in a couple of months and getting to. Just just, just serve them and, and help them out and help get them very proficient. They're going to be bringing it. This is so cool. I was like, well, so what guns do we need to like teach them how to shoot? And they said, well, one lady said that her husband left her a shotgun and she's never <laughs> shot that thing. So she's going to, we're like, bring it, bring your yeah. shotgun, bring whatever gun is already in your home that you want to learn how to safely store. If you've got young children, you want to learn how to use in a good home defense situation. So I'm super stoked about going and working with those women, you know, So that'll that's be a, that'll that'll
0: that's be really such fun. a such a uh, great group of people to be working with. That's going to be exciting. I can't wait to see to hear more about. Yeah, very
1: that. fun. Very fun. So yeah, so we got a lot of things. Um, I just appreciate all of the continued support that we just can that we just keep getting from women in this industry, from competitive shooters to women who just have been thinking about getting a gun, uh, to women who have no intention of ever carrying a gun in their pants. Uh, you know, they just want to be able to have the functionality to keep something on them, and they love that taser pulse. By the way, yeah, that's such a great option. Yes, that's that's one of the leading favorites. That the the yellow jacket stun gun um, and the uh, what is the other one? Oh, the pepper blaster. Yeah, you know those are just some those are just some favorites uh, that people that don't really want to carry a firearm or have found they're very easy to use and very concealable, very conceal friendly, and so yeah. Um, so we we just have been getting a wide range of consumers and women that are that are have just been awesome and supporting. So
0: in that that uh, team, Alexo. Heck worldwide.
1: Heck, yeah, Team Alexo is just the baddest. I love <laughs> I love Team Alexo. Me too. <laughs> I know I don't know if I tell all of them that enough. I I feel like I try to, but I absolutely love each and every one of you, Team Alexo. I think you do. But we we have been putting it out there for a while that we want each of you to send us questions. If there's something that you've been wondering about, we don't really care. It doesn't have to be gun-related. Right. It is gun-related. Great. We'll answer it to the best of our ability. Um, but we got, we've got we gotten several questions. We, we sure did some do. polls in our Instagram stories. We've gotten DMs and emails. So, M, um, em, you want to start it off? And All right. So, first question. What do you all
0: suggest to do to work on breaking bad habits? My dad put a gun on my hands as soon as I was big enough not to get knocked down by recoil but it wasn't until a couple months ago when I went through the CCW certification that I was taught how to shoot properly. I can tell a huge difference in my accuracy, but I have so much trouble overcoming 15 years, give or take, of muscle memory.
1: Nothing like a good concealed carry course to highlight all of your bad habits. Let me tell you, uh,
0: definitely. <laughs> I can totally relate.
1: I don't know who wrote this question. Great question, though, because I am was in the exact same boat as you five years ago. Well, I still find myself in that boat mm-hmm. because I first shotgun I ever shot did knock me down, and I didn't want to pick one up again until I was like thirty, <laughs> you know. And then when I went out and shot handguns, I, it was more obviously we did it in a safe, responsible way, but it was more to just have fun. So no one was right. working with me on proper grip, recoil management, trigger control, sight picture, sight alignment, breathing, stance. Like I just kind of did what felt natural and come to find out that the things I was doing that was very natural were not quite accurate, you know? Like I wasn't always hitting my my target, I wasn't always um I wasn't fast and accurate. And so I would just say you just have to practice.
0: Yeah, for sure. I, I agree with that. Uh, even though I did some courses with a certified instructor, I think learning now, and exactly like you said, nothing like some courses to highlight, like where you have some bad habits. But I one of the things that I wish I would have started from the beginning was shooting with both both eyes open. Oh, yeah. And so trying to break that habit now has been tough but you know i'm working through it it's just i think it's a lot of in, incorporating uh, your training techniques in your dry fire and trying to get like that hands on like repetition and getting those reps in but sure. it's just honestly it's just like practice it's practice well practice. it is
1: i can always tell when i practice more i can tell when i'm off like mm-hmm. suddenly as i'm practicing and i have to be very conscientious of what i'm doing and i have to tell myself okay breathe pull the trigger slowly like my first couple of shots every time i go out i just have to do that and then i noticed the more i am practicing i can quickly adjust like if it if it doesn't feel right anymore cuz i'm like i'm getting new muscle memory right. and so now if i go months without being able to shoot it's like i start right back over with my bad habits obviously not as bad and i can i can adjust them and fix them a lot quicker but You just have to get out and practice. It's no different than getting into a gym and having to relearn, you know, you've learned your whole life that you were doing sit-ups wrong. And then, you know, you go and you're trying to learn like a new crunch or a new ab move and they're like, You've been doing this wrong the entire time. Now we have to retrain your body and retrain your muscles to know how to do it the right way so that you don't cause any back injuries, you don't cause any other kind of injuries, you know? And so it's just kind of the same thing. You just the more you get out there and do it, the the better you're going to be able to overcome those bad habits and replace them with good habits.
0: Right. And and also don't be afraid to write down what those things are you're trying to work on and bring it with you to the range, put it on a piece of paper and just stick it right down there, you know, on the table in front of you. So you can just kind of like have a mental checklist that you can say, okay, this is what I'm trying to work on today. And remember, cause sometimes I'll I'll forget, you know, because, because that muscle memory kicks in and all of a sudden I've got one eye closed and I'm like, oh, darn it. (laughs) I need to be both eyes open." So. Just write it down and practice and eventually the more you do it, the more you'll kind of overcome those bad habits.
1: Absolutely.
0: Let's uh, go to another question. Yes, ma'am. As someone who has only shot rifles and shotguns, how would you recommend I get into shooting handguns? I turned 21 in February, so I would shoot my parents' handguns.
1: Like Nike, just do it. Thank you. Thank you. No, really. I mean, you just got to go do it. Like, how how do you get into it? I mean, try it. Um, Yeah, I, I... I am a big proponent of going and shooting. Um, if you have access to it, um, if you've got a cool gun range by you that actually has a, a big inventory of different guns that you can try, try every, try different guns with different grips. Try different mm-hmm. caliber sizes. See what you're comfortable with. See what fits your hand properly. Um, and then go from there because you're... It's a lot different than shooting shotguns and rifles. You know, your stance is going to be different. How you hold it is a lot different. So you won't know what you like until you go out and try a bunch of different guns, really. So if you have that luxury, you have that opportunity to go out um, and go to a place where it lets you like rent or just, you know, most of them make you rent them. uh, Just go try as many as you can. Start with the prettiest gun that you like in the case and then go from there.
0: Right. And then the things that you don't like about that one or like, she had mentioned that she's shooting her parents' handguns. If there's something you don't like about that, let the person at the range know, and then they might be able to recommend something
1: that is yeah. a little bit different or well, my, another alternative to that. My, if I only shot the guns that my dad has, like I would never shoot handguns because he <laughs> loves revolvers. I don't like shooting revolvers as much. I don't like the grip on revolvers, but people have their preferences, mm-hmm. and what one person's preference might be that they love, you may not like it at all. Right. And so, you know, just because your parents have it and it might be a good option for them doesn't mean that you're going to like it and that's okay. So go and, um, you know, start with letting them know that you want to shoot one of, and every wh- one of the main categories of calibers, you know, you want to shoot a 380. maybe you want to try a revolver and you want to start with a 38 you want to get a nine, you want to get a 40, you want to get a 45 um, and have them show you just maybe one or two guns in each of those categories that you can get used to the rec- and you know and every gun's going to have different recoil right. every gun is going to um is the trigger's going to feel different so you'll you'll pick up on all these little nuances of each of your firearms the more you start to shoot and the more you figure out what you like and what you don't like so just try to have a wide variety as much as possible and i would say that would probably be the best way to get into it
0: and then make notes i mean i know i i'm a huge like note taker when i was first looking for my first handgun i I like opened up my notepad in my phone and I wrote notes like what I didn't like about it because there was no way that I was able to remember, um, for instance, a certain gun, why I didn't like it. And then I wanted to go shoot it and to try it out after seeing it at a gun show. And it just was it was helping me narrow down what it is I liked and didn't like and help me then decide, OK, well, this is the gun I'm going to go with once I decided, you know, after shooting it and testing it out. Mm hmm.
1: I love all you. Right. Just take your little notepad with you to the gun range.
0: <laughs> I'm such a dork. <laughs> so
1: cute! I love it.
0: <laughs> uh, all right, here we. This this is a little fun one, I guess. Okay. Fact or myth? People being killed with their own guns, especially in the home. <laughs>
1: Okay. That's, well, you know, it's not like that that is a myth. I mean, do people get killed with their own guns in their home? Yes, they do. I think probably what that is referring to is that stupid, baseless statistic that flies mm-hmm. around that every right? single... Liberal media news outlet is going to shove down your throat as to why a woman shouldn't have a gun, and I, they quote me. They will say a woman is eighty percent more likely to be killed if there's a gun in the home, if there's than versus if there's not a gun in the home. That's and the that statistic is BS. Everywhere. Like they don't even have any basis for that. Uh, there is no actual statistical evidence that suggests that that is actually the case. I think what they are referring to is you know, obviously if you have people that have firearms in the house and they're going to get into a domestic violence or domestic disturbance situation, you know, yes, does that make you more likely, I mean, to maybe be killed by a firearm? It could. But also on the other hand, um, how about all the lives that are actually saved because there's a firearm in the house?
0: Those those aren't statistics or anything that they're willing to talk about or bring to light.
1: No, absolutely not. And also those are the same people, I mean, To me, that's blatantly saying that women aren't smart enough, confident enough, strong enough, or able enough to actually learn how to proficiently and safely use a firearm. And I, that's why I hate when, and I hate when women use that statistic against other women being able to choose to have a firearm. It's like, no, don't. I absolutely know how to use every single gun in my house, and I know where every single one of them are. I know where they 're stored, I know how we store them, and so no for me, the firearm is not a liability it 's an asset and mm-hmm. to have it in my house when I know that it actually could save my life and my loved one's life, no my statistics actually are higher that i 'm going i mean there's i'm gonna have a gun in my house you know right. so yeah that is that is just honestly it's an anti gunners factless, baseless argument that they use all the time. It's literally just like making up a number and a percentage and saying that this is what it is.
0: Well, and I think too, that I think that's why it's also important that, you know, as, as women and gun owners, like we are getting trained and we know how to use the guns that are cut, that are in the houses that we live in. So making sure that we can then turn around and say, no, that's actually not accurate. That's exactly. not happen. I'm doing what I need to do. I'm being responsible.
1: Yeah. Well, and and if you're in a situation where you think that that could be the case, that your firearm could be used against you from a loved one within your house, there's a lot of steps that you probably should be taking prior to that happening. Right. You know, like uh, if, if you have mentally disturbed people living in your house, hopefully you are locking those up and the same person has the key to that you know, hopefully that you are practicing a lot of safeguards prior to that happening. You know, hopefully if you're in an abusive relationship, get the hell out of the house. Right. You know, don't stick around long enough to, to let it escalate to that. Right. You know, and we know that that kind of stuff happens on a daily basis. But when, we're, when you're talking about that particular statistic, that is not the case. More lives, I think, are actually saved by having firearms in the house.
0: Exactly. All right. Next one. This one, this is a fun one. What's your favorite handgun and favorite rifle, <gasps> Amy? Favorite rifle
1: Oh, uh, the Daniel Defense DDM four A one is probably my favorite um, because it was the first rifle that I ever shot. Like AR fifteen. Prior yeah. to that, I had never, I had never shot any AR-15s, they seemed really scary. I thought that they were going to be really powerful and kick a lot and all this stuff. And then when I picked this one up, it was so lightweight. It was so easy to shoot. It was so much fun and had an amazing... I can't remember if it was an EOTech or an Aimpoint site or some Red Dot site that it had on it. So it made 100-yard shots super easy. And I felt like a total oh, yeah. badass. like I could hit every single thing that I shot. It was amazing. Um, so it will always have a very special place in my heart because <laughs> I just love that. And... Marty and Cindy, if you're listening, that DDM4. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't have one yet, <laughs> and I really want one. Um, but as far as my uh, my favorite handgun, that's tough. Uh, I have a lot of favorite handguns. What's I already know? What, I think I know what your favorite handgun is. <laughs> you go first. What's your favorite <laughs> handgun? Um,
0: obviously my HK VP9. Didn't you get the SK? I did get. The, I have the SK because I loved my VP9 so much.
1: So, which one do you like better? I mean, to
0: me, they're basically the same. Just one subcompact. Is the grip size? So, is the grip smaller? The grip smaller, and because the uh, SK is subcompact, the I don't know how to. I don't know how to describe the grip. It is a little bit wider at the base. Okay. Since there's not, since it's not, I guess longer in length like a full yeah. size gun. I don't know. You're if such an
1: is. HK fan girl. Uh, I. I I, I know. I'm like, what's what's the what's the capacity? Is it a different capacity for the full size and the compact? Same. It's the same. So what is it? Oh, DC ten rounds. Um. Okay. No, I'm, I don't.
0: I don't get the luxury of anything more than that.
1: <laughs> um. Keep trying to get you to move to Texas.
0: I know. I know. A lot of benefits from here. There are. There are a lot of benefits. Mm-hmm. But that's. I feel like that's my favorite handgun in terms of just because. That's the gun I use, and that's that's the gun I carry. I mean, I carry my Glock forty three a lot, but I don't love it. Yeah. Um. And then in terms of like looks, the Sig Rose Gold is. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah yeah. Like, I am obsessed gorgeous. with my yes, I that love, is beautiful. I love the way that <gasps> looks. Oh my gosh! Wait, I'm about to get my custom Alexo Glock. How could that not be your favorite? Well, because I don't have it yet. So I kind of forgot about it (laughs) until it gets shipped to my FFL. So um, that's probably, I actually, well, I did take it out. So I I went out to California to go and and give it a test run. And I loved it. I I have a couple of other custom Glocks. Zev did some really good work on some Glocks for me and they do beautiful work. Um, However, the stippling on my Zev Glock 43 is a, Tad aggressive, so I can't actually carry with it. I mean, it like I've tried to. I can carry it with certain Kydex holsters because it sure takes off my body just enough. But I can't wear it in my Alexa. Like I cannot go run with my with my Zep Glock because it is. It's like sandpaper is running rubbing on my side. Great to shoot out of the range on a hot day when your hands are sweaty, but not great to go running with. So they reduced, they did like some really cool like honeycomb patterns on the stippling with my, with the new Glock that's coming so I can get a better grip on it. And then they did, they, they, I don't remember what trigger they put in it. I got to double check that, but the trigger is just like smooth, like butter on this thing. And of course I got rid of those awful stock Glock sights. I know. So that's probably going to be, if I can carry a 43, 43 would probably be my, um, gun of choice. Like when I'm working out, you know, I mean, it's
0: a nice size. Like it is, it's a nice size. It's a
1: nice size. It's slim. I still feel like I can get a good grip. It's got, I I believe a six plus one capacity in it. So, you know, if I can't hit you in seven shots, I've, should not be shooting that gun. So hopefully, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we can get into a whole debate on that all day long. Should I have how many extra magazines should I be right, carrying oh with gosh. me and all that kind of stuff. But um but you know, yeah, I do I I like I'm probably going to like my Glock 43 a lot. So pumped to get that thing. What's your favorite I rifle?
0: I don't really have that uh much experience with uh rifles. We don't own one, but I would say I'll take honestly like I got to shoot a lot of Shai's rifles yeah. when I was out there, um, hanging out with her before we were filming Love it for a shot. And I honestly, I don't even know the names of all these rifles that she had, but I'll take any one of hers.
1: Yeah. They, she's got like were, customized <laughs> rifles and stuff, right? so many,
0: so many custom rifles yeah. and just the Liberty safe. Let me Liberty safes. Yeah. That she has just like stocked with rifles. I think for, when I went out there, she brought out – it had to have been at least, like, six or seven different wow. ones. And Did she just, give
1: you any pointers and tips when you were out there shooting with her? For, like, rifle and shotgun, yeah. She oh, she was really
0: good about that. The, that's awesome. The other thing about her custom uh, rifles is a lot of them have, like, her, like, name and logo, like, engraved on the side. They're, they're so sweet looking.
1: We're going to get you a custom – Wait, can you have a Glock 43 in DC? Uh, yeah, that's one of my carry. Oh guys. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. you know, have one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm thinking California because in California you can't legally own. Only law enforcement can own the Glock 43.
0: Oh for seriously?
1: You like buy them? Yeah, you can do like a private transfer, but you can't actually like. I know it's this is the yeah, weirdest, these, the real for, weirdest these rules. So. Are, are All right, awesome. Yeah, well, maybe then we need to work on that for you. So.
0: Yeah, that would be that would be
1: that would uh, be fancy. Okay, yeah, you need a fancy gun. Um, awesome. And then we've
0: got one last question. All right? Do you see your podcast ever doing something like Turning Point USA's Young Women's Leadership Summit?
1: Ooh, you mean like throwing our own like not your average gun girls summit? Yeah, I don't know if it's in terms of that or is it
0: recording podcast episodes from? The Young Women's Leadership Summit. I mean, either way, a a whole little bit of uh, ideas for us.
1: That would be so much fun. First off, anyone from Turning Point, if you're listening, um, hit us up. Yeah, hit us up. Candace, Charlie, Brenna. All you guys and girls that can make that happen, we would love to do a live podcast at the turning event, turning point event that's coming up in December. Just throwing that out there. Um, that'd be that would be awesome yeah, because would be I would awesome. absolutely love to talk to just the younger generation because um, I, I know the one that's coming up in December, they're going to have high school all the way through college. So I think it would just be really cool to talk to them about maybe some of the challenges that they're facing and standing up for the Second Amendment. Um, get get their Take in perspective on how often they're getting to shoot. I'd love to know what kind of guns they're. they're going towards. Are they going more towards concealed carry? Or are they just like getting into firearms as an enthusiast? I mean, there's like so many things I would love to find out. So I would absolutely love to do a live podcast at Turning Point. But um, I also think it'd be really cool to have a like our not your dr- average conference. If I honestly uh, yeah, I feel like that would sure. just be like one big. Can you imagine all of our friends we would have like coming to that? We have Kaya Vega. It would like be one major party weekend like but with all so the all the non-average gun girls out there. Yeah. You know, that's we've got friends from every state that I feel like would come in for that, and I would love to get the women's stories. And and I feel like we've got a great little community on Instagram that for sure. people want to meet each other. They all feel like they know each other, and they don't know each other yet, so I kind of Maybe feel that's like they the would...
0: point. Like, this is our thing that's going to, like, bring us all to, like, meet in,
1: in real life, IRL or whatever. You know, that's the... <laughs> okay, if you would like to come to a Not Your Average Gun Girls <laughs> event... <laughs> DM us and let us know. We would love to gauge interest in this because I think that this would be so much fun. Even okay. if not your average gun girls range weekend. I don't know. We've that got a lot be, of things that are yeah, We got, got a lot of things that are cooking, and we need to get on it because we just know that we have too many amazing women that are out there that listen to this podcast that want to meet. Maybe they are not fortunate enough to be in a state where there's a lot of other people that kind of enjoy the same thing that they enjoy. Maybe they don't, um, you know, maybe they're around a lot of people who don't quite understand the second amendment. Right. And I just encourage all of you, if that is the place that you find yourself, keep speaking the truth, keep going out there, keep trying to educate, don't isolate yourself. Um, don't steer away from the debates, from the conversations, jump in there, give your opinion, make sure you know your facts, make sure that you are sharing and trying to educate people and Offer to help as many people as you possibly can learn how to be safe, responsible gun owners. I find that that's sometimes the best way to get new shooters into shooting who might have otherwise been anti-gun because they're just afraid of them. So I, yeah, I, don't I think it's it a
0: different perspective too that I think yeah. like the women that we see in this like community of not your average gun girls, girls, you know, they have a different perspective when they're talking to other people who I think that I know like when I speak to people, most of them are intrigued and also shocked as to, oh, you you carry a gun and you're pro-Second Amendment and all these things. And it's, it's an opportunity to educate them and to Give a little bit of understanding and a different perspective to them that they may not sure. otherwise see or hear because they're not hearing it on
1: um, mainstream media. Yeah, absolutely. That was kind of our take. I don't know if I, I told you we kind of hung out a couple weeks ago with uh, Rolling Stone magazine. I'm either going to thank you, Emily, for that, or <laughs> I'm going to, or I'm not going to yes, let sorry. anybody know when that article comes out. Who knows what they're going to write about? Yeah, but honestly, I it was a Interesting talking to the writer of this article because he just comes from a totally different world. The only time he ever hears about firearms is when it is in the context of a, a weapon of mass destruction, mm-hmm. weapon of war, or a weapon. Whereas I kept trying to say, "No, look, dude, like I carry a firearm as a defensive tool," right. you know, and so it really is. Very eye-opening for me. I mean, I've got anti-gun friends that live in sure. Texas. There's not very many of them. But I mean, obviously talking to somebody that's Upper East Side, New York, yeah, uh, Manhattan, not- who went to Ivy League school, has no just this is not his life. And so we had a great conversation with him, uh, trying to get his perspective. And then he was really understanding and listening to ours too. So, you know, I never shy away from no, telling yeah, people, I'm, like, excited, <laughs> I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited. I to believe in
0: and give yeah. the same feel <laughs> and see what, he, uh, what
1: kind of Exactly. Question. Well, this has been a lot of fun. I love doing these question and answer podcasts because that helps us know that you guys are engaged and you are listening and there's things that are intriguing about this podcast to you. So keep the questions coming. We're going to do this periodically. And so you guys can get to know us a little bit better. And of course, please keep your submissions coming as well so that we can do the feature on Not Your Average Gun Girls. All we need is a photo and just a Quick brief story on why you are not an average gun girl.
0: Yes, and then those. Pretty simple. photos for follow Friday and I know um, Instagram has been a little uh, the Instagram game has been a little bit weak lately but we're going to get that back up
1: awesome wonderful well thank you everybody so much for listening we just could not be more thrilled to be here every single week doing what we're doing we feel incredibly blessed to be doing this so um, all of you out there just keep kicking butt and doing your thing if you have not followed us yet do so at not your average gun girls on Instagram subscribe to the podcast as well on iTunes Um, that way you will get all the alerts when our podcast goes up. Just in case we forget to post about it immediately, (laughs) you will get an alert and you'll be the first one to listen to it. Um, But actually you won't know that we're posting about it unless you're following us on Instagram. So make sure to follow at the Amy Robbins and Alexa Athletica and go follow Emily at Style Me Tactical. She's got an amazing, amazing fashion blog. I think it's the best on the gram. So so sweet. you heard that here. All right, guys, we'll see you. you. Same
0: place, same time next week. See you next time.